This is Tim Zhu. I'm Sky Nicholson. This is me, Anderson Silva. This is Jeff This is Showtime. Hi, this is Eddie Hearn. G'day, this is Jason Maloney. Hey, I'm Nikita Zhu. This is Shotgun Tatnokono. This is Liam Pyro. On the Punch Podcast. Ah, uh, bring it in, team. Episode 51, the Punch Podcast with Jabin starts for you now in an episode that was all about celebrating the official date for Tim Zhu, Jamel Charlo, which we thought was going to be October 14 in Vegas. Nah, nothing, zip, all over. Saturday morning Australian time, the news went bananas. Just sitting there scrolling Instagram, I see Canelo Alvarez put up a photo of uh, him uh, and a new fight announcement, which we thought was going to be Jamal Charlo, the twin brother of Jamel Charlo. We went, uh, looked at that, and I'm like, oh, no. I don't know who's getting fired, but look, look, that's actually Jamel. What idiot put that on there? Because he's fighting Jamal. Jamal doesn't have all the belts, only Jamel's got all the belts. And then the conclusion hit me pretty much instantly that, in fact, uh, it has happened. Jamel Charlo has signed to fight Canelo Alvarez September 30 in Vegas. Look, I don't hate the fight. That's one thing. But I think today this is about the last 18 months that has been Tim Zhu led along and just a little carrot dangling in front of him as he tries to make his way to the top spot of the 154-pound division. Now, he can absolutely do that, but he's not going to get his chance at Jamel Charlo, it looks, if things roll the way they should roll, and that being, he looks to be, to me, that he's going to be stripped of all of his titles. I did hear, I did see on Twitter, actually, Ben Damon tweeted out saying on Wednesday, this Wednesday, the WBO will be meeting to determine what they're going to do about this situation with the belts. Now, they're the sanctioning body that will have the first crack at stripping Jamel Charlo or leaving them with him. I feel that they're going to strip him and the others will follow suit. I've got a question mark over the WBC. They seem to love the Charlos, so I would not be surprised if three belts went except that one. That's that's the prediction from the Punch Podcast. However, uh, it's very likely that they all might get stripped. What you don't really realise or you, or you might tend to forget is these sanctioning bodies get 2% of a pay packet from these fighters when they've got a belt. So if they're not fighting, these sanctioning bodies aren't getting paid. So you have to pay 2%. So that's essentially, if you're getting paid, what, probably 10 million bucks he's probably getting paid or more to fight Canelo that's around about $200,000 per belt he's got four 800 grand uh the industry is uh without if he doesn't fight so for Tim when he fights and when wherever you see a world title fight with a belt they're playing two percent of that purse obviously not everyone's getting 10 mil a fight so it varies but still it's a lot of money those people are missing out on so I wouldn't be surprised if you did see some stripping happening here uh which does sound a bit strange when you say it out loud like that, doesn't it? But it is boxing and uh, it is a business and sometimes we just don't understand why and how they've done the things that they've done, judges included as well. Look, it is something that we are still trying to process a little bit on what happens next with Tim Zhu. I did have a little bit of a look around and I there's not a lot for him. Jamel was the big fight, the big money fight as well. But I think luckily for Tim, he didn't wait around and he stayed active, which was the smartest decision because after Terrell Gachet, he wouldn't have had an opportunity to fight. He would have just been sitting there just with the hope and dreams that this guy was going to fight him and ultimately would have just left him hanging and ghosted him completely. But also on top of that, Tim wouldn't have got paid. His team wouldn't have got paid. His promoters wouldn't have got paid. Australian boxing wouldn't have had two amazing fights. So I am very glad that he did stay active and we did get the stuff that we were given from Tim. And look, 
I'm sure we'll get a fight out of him by the end of the year, and it's probably looking like now he'll be elevated to the official WBO world champion, uh, much like Mendoza will for WBC. There'll be some uh, other belts with the other two uh, vacant, that there'll be some world title fights. There's some big fights coming up, but obviously nothing that's going to sell out an MGM Grand and all that other stuff like that. So we might see a few come over this way, but I still think, even as we talk right now, it's just shocking this has happened. I don't think one person in boxing could have predicted that this is the way that it was going to go. And look, if I look back over some of the audio and some of the videos, you know how Jamel's prone to having a few drinks or just he maybe he's just hyper and he's just sitting on the couch out by the pool and just fires up the Instagram live and we miss a few clues. Like, look, there are times when he's done stuff like this. Undisputed versus undisputed. I'm 150. I gained a little weight. A little Charlo will fight anybody. Undisputed versus undisputed. That could be a big thing in boxing. Well, he got it. But look, it wasn't something at the time you went, oh, yeah, yeah, maybe he might not fight Tim and fight Canelo Alvarez. Like, even in the press conference for Carlos Ocampo, and I guess it lives with me now, but obviously a throwaway joke at the time. I'm chatting uh, at the press conference, and I did mention something to Tim about uh, Jamel, who would have watched the Carlos Ocampo fight and saw how damaging Tim was to Carlos Ocampo. But check this out. Errol Spence, he would have seen that. What do you think he's thinking now? Uh... Look, he's got his own fight to worry about. Yeah. You know? He's also mates with Charlo, and I'm sure they're on the text message. What do they yeah, say yeah. to each other? What are they saying? Move up. Move up, Charlo. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and he bloody did. And I'm filthy about it. And, uh, look, I've seen that one floating around a few of the news sites as well where uh, sometimes you can make a quote and it lives to haunt you, doesn't it? But it's it's something that has been floating around the Charlos for some time, like another one. That's why I w- I'm, yeah, ready to fight, I'm ready to fight Canelo any, at any given time. Yeah. Even though I'm undisputed and got mandatories all over the place, I'll fight Canelo just so they can shut that shit up. I reckon that he knew for ages. I don't know now if I'm buying the hand, the broken hand. I look at that now and I'm thinking, maybe it's true, but you've got to, have to look at the amount of money that he'll be making to fight Canelo Alvarez. Not only is he getting to fight Canelo Alvarez, who's going to be like one of the great Hall of Famers, but it's just someone that you don't get that opportunity to get that payday. So let's say he fought Tim, let's say Tim beat him, which we all thought he would anyway. Then what? He goes up and starts campaigning at middleweight, super middleweight even, uh, where he's going to go for this fight. And the money's just not there and he doesn't misses out on these big fights. I know he's left Tim hanging, but he's going to get this big bag and just vacate. Well, the 154 is not stacked with stars. We might when we see either Terence Crawford or Errol Spence Jr. pop up. That's probably the only time we're going to get some big names in there. And who knows in the future about what's going to come from, say, like the 140s even, that might pop up uh, in the next couple of years. But it looks like Tim's got a busy time ahead of him. But the more I look at it, the more holes I'm seeing in their stories. And this is why I don't believe the hand. If you're getting paid X amount of money to fight Canelo Alvarez, which I believe would be a ton, I think, what, Canelo would have to be on 30, 40 to fight this mill. Could you imagine how much Demel's getting as well? And on top of that, when you watch back some old footage, even in the last six weeks, Jamal, who was penned to fight Canelo Alvarez, even had this to say in one of his interviews as well. You don't think I want to go get all these belts? But I'm, I'm okay with going through what I'm going through because my brother going to go get it. Straight up. I wouldn't got cool him with that. That's why we and we're got him. We for the same pride. Don't worry. I feel like I got him. I'm cool. I'm going to get through this and I'm going to go get him. And then... It's going to feel like we got, like, everything. When you hear that back or you see it back, it's like, how didn't I know? (laughs) 
<laughs> it is something that now sticks out like a sore thumb. You, can, you can't miss it, and it's uh, something that is quite haunting when you watch it back because I know that Tim, even like to the point of four days ago, his management was floating around the media saying that this is all locked and loaded. We're just we're waiting on a little hold-up from uh, Charlo's end, but once that's sorted, we'll just have a date. It's just the date, everything's sorted, money, everything's locked away. We just need uh, that, that signature and uh, a slight hold-up, which we did find out the hold-up was that he was actually not going to fight and he's going to take on Canelo Alvarez. So it is happening. Look, we did say at the start, I, I, I don't mind the fight. It will be interesting to watch and the sport wins at the end of the day. But you just got to really feel for Tim Zhu, someone who's put his life on hold, his body on the line multiple times. He's taken all these risks and someone that deserves more than anyone to have a shot at an undisputed title because he's firmly put himself into that position. But the business is... And the money that flies around has led that to be that he's been left with empty promises and that's not going to happen. So uh, it's sad, but what's going to happen from here? Jamel's going to fight Canelo. Look, if Canelo beats him, guess what? He's stripped of all of his titles. He's got nothing, but he's also got a massive bag and he's going to make a whole lot of cash for it. And then he might start to look at where he's going to campaign as opposed to losing to Tim. And then from there, he's, he's building up with... 20 or 30 million dollars less so i can see why he's done it i don't agree with it but i just think it's just so sort of uh, i guess hurtful to hear from tim's side of things where i did see he obviously must have just got back that night when it came because the next morning 3 a.m i saw he was back in the gym just primed ready to go on his instagram just let's see what's next so we're going to find out apparently on wednesday i did see as i said uh, ben damon on twitter put up that um the WBO will be saying on Wednesday what they're going to do with the belts and then that will start the domino effect or from there on we'll find out a little bit more. But looking at Tim's future moving forward, it's looking like, and I don't know how this is going to roll and no one will, including himself or his management at this point, but I wouldn't be surprised. Like we're just in the start of July. I wouldn't be surprised if we got another fight by the end of the year. So uh, that is how he likes to roll. That'll be three for this year and potentially, I don't know. If I look at some of the names floating around, you've obviously got Madrimov and Kurbanov. They'll fight for the WBA vacant title. This is pending should everyone be stripped. Murtazalev and Jack Colquet for the IBF. Murtazalev's number two for Tim as well in the WBO, but you'd think that he's going to fight for a vacant belt rather than take on a stone-blooded killer in Tim, which he would have seen as well, just growing fight by fight over the last 12 months. So that pretty much leaves him to fight Englishman Josh Kelly next. But look, I don't think that it's going to make everyone mandatory straight away for him. Jesus Ramos, I did mention that, could be an opportunity for him if he beats Sergio Garcia this month. He could boost up those ratings a little bit. But the smart move for Tim, if he can get it, of course, is going to be Brian Mendoza straight away, get that WBC strap, have two. And I wouldn't be surprised if some of the sanctioning bodies sort of looked at that and made that an option just to give the 154-pound division a real solid champ, and that would be Tim. And then everyone else would be flying around after that, trying to hold onto their belts as he collects them. And uh, that's how I would assume it's going to roll. But at this stage, it is all very new information. No one really knows what's going on. And like we are as boxing fans, only just guessing, crossing everything and hoping, but looking at some logical reasons and decisions on why things will fall the way they fall. And for me... That's how it sort of sits, but I am just so glad that Tim did fight those two fights. That's probably been the big one for me over the last couple of days because I would not have liked to see this fall over if he hasn't worked in 12 months and just stayed fit in the gym and just stayed busy, stayed ready, just stayed eyes on the prize because that prize has just sailed off into the sunset without him. And I could not imagine 
how furious he would be. I guarantee if I got him on this podcast right now, he'd be, ah, it's cool, just focus on something else. But deep down, he would be livid, and rightly so, because that would have been, A, a massive payday, and B, a big, big statement onto the US scene, and getting all the belts in one swoop is exactly what he wanted to do, and who wouldn't? Obviously, that's how everyone would like to roll as well, but... Looks like he might be going the long way around, and no doubt his dad did that too. So, uh, look, it'd be nice to see him start collecting those belts. And who knows, in the next year or two, there might be some new stars floating up because realistically the big names in that division were him, Charlo. Castano's dropped completely out of the top 15, so he's nowhere to be seen. Liam Smith's probably been the other fight that we've all kind of wanted to see Tim take. However, he's campaigning at middleweight a lot more. I'm sure he might pop down, but for what? Just money that's that's all that would be and again it's not a huge vegas pay-per-view fight and that's what tim wants this is going to be the difficult part for him now to get his head around is he wants those big vegas fights he wants those big crowds he wants that home of boxing in america fight feel fight week mgm whatever it may be he wants that Luckily for us, we'll probably see a lot more in Australia. I know it's selfish to say, but the good thing is for us that we'll probably see a lot more Tim Zoo fights here uh, because the money will be better. He's going to pack out big arenas, big stadiums here potentially and uh, bring those fights home as opposed to fighting in front of ten or 12,000 over in the US, which is probably how to roll. But we'll keep you posted right here on the Punch Podcast on how it falls. I didn't really even want to get to any other news today. There's a little bit floating around, but look, I just wanted to really focus and um, on Tim and also, I guess, from the Punch Podcast as well. I've been around a lot of fights that he's done recently, and it, it is a tough one to see because he wanted this and he wanted it bad, and it does suck to see sometimes a business in boxing is not completely fair and um he's gonna really be furious and i think one day potentially he might meet jamel but depends what happens with this one i guess and if he does i'm sure we'll hit him twice as hard uh, for, for the um for the leading that he gave him in this fight as well but look that is the punch podcast i'm out of here i'm gonna jump and uh let you know if any other info pops up over the next week which i'm sure it's going to be unfolding so subscribe leave a comment share it for someone and um look you'll get those alerts bright and early when i post these because there's as i said a lot of moving parts in this one and i can see that it's going to be uh something where we get some news quick So uh, the good news for you is I can keep you posted. So that is the Punch Podcast done and dusted. I'm out of here and I'll see you next time. Don't forget also there is the Punch Podcast YouTube channel. So you can jump on there, subscribe to that as well. And I'll have a whole bunch of extra content on there for you as well regularly. So jump on there and subscribe and I'll see you next time. (laughs) 